2: And welcome to this new episode of the Team Stripes podcast. Uh, it took a couple weeks, obviously. It's been a while again. <laughs> Just a couple. Life, yeah. life keeps happening to me and Nat. It's not a big deal though. Um, it's the end of the season. The Florida Panthers last night swept the Carolina Hurricanes. I think the Vegas Golden Knights are gonna sweep the Dallas Stars tonight. So it'll be the quickest conference finals that I think I can ever remember. Stanley Cup finals are right around the corner. Um, but with all that said, obviously with the end of the NHL season coming up, it's summertime for all of our referees and what better things to think of in summertime are the referee camps you want to try to go to. Um, I went to a bunch of camps over the years, Nat. I'm sure you did as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a lot, you know, and a lot of things when when we were coming up the idea of what camp should we go to was was never really out there there was never like oh well, what's the right one for me you know uh as the 20 year old or 18 year old or my 35 and i don't necessarily want to run five miles in the morning and then you know get bag skated in the afternoon so i think this is cool this is a good reference and i'm glad that we've got uh we got derek and evan coming on um and they're running the the southeastern referee academy uh which uh yeah these guys are pretty cool. Uh, we go back. I go back with them a little bit. So, which is, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later. But yeah,
2: yeah, man. Absolutely. So, the goal here um, is to try to get on as many camps as we can, uh, <laughs> Southeastern Referee Academy being the first. Um, so, with that said, we'll go ahead and bring in our guests. We have Derek and Evan with us. Derek and Evan, how are you guys? Doing great, man. Thanks for I'm having us on.
0: Yeah, welcome. Absolutely. Uh, It's awesome that you guys are here. Um, So so let's get going. All right, so let's start off. Uh, So I know Evan and I met years ago. Um, I mean, I think it was pre 2013 because I came back to the I came back to Southeast Virginia, like 2013, eh, 2012 uh, for a little bit. Um, Yeah. When did you so you guys are all I mean, this is kind of cool. We have an an entire Southeast crew here. but where did you guys start off working and, and refereeing, and kind of how? To, this is the question we always ask everybody: is like, what got you into it?
1: I, even I mean, I'll yeah. start since I uh, I know Nat. Nat yeah. taught me a little things. Some but things. Uh, I started in 2010, so not long before you got back. And uh, yeah, I just got started because our rink we had uh, some issues, and our rink told the, all the refs to kick rocks
0: yeah i remember yeah. that uh yeah that was interesting and so you were like well if i want to play a game so you were like so you're on the other side of that i remember i remember hearing from the referee side which is you know we don't need to get into any of that at all but that's really cool that you were like well i want to keep playing so I might as well start refereeing
1: so like i didn't start skating ice hockey at all until like oh nine okay so i was like 20 25 oh wow and then so they were once all that happened. They were like, "Oh, I can get paid and learn how to skate better. Sign me up." That's awesome. And then I just I've been doing it ever since. So, okay. And just for a, the
0: record, accident. like so, like what, like so, so this is really interesting because we haven't really talked to anybody who started, you know, a little bit later in life. um You know, I don't think we have Ross, have we? At all. You know, everyone that's like, "Oh yeah, I started when I was ten or 11 right? So yeah. So, so Evan has started at twenty five, and you're skating in the ECHL now. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. And running and kind of running your camp. So it's never, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's too late. It's never too late. Right.
1: No, no, not at all. I played a little street hockey and stuff like that. So I kind of had the idea down. Sure. But when I actually went to ice, it took yeah. me a little while to transition, obviously, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. That's cool. That's but learning really cool. learning the game is the toughest part.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nice. So uh, what about you, Derek? Where did you start?
3: Uh, around the same time as Evan, I want to say maybe two years later. Okay. I, uh, 2012, I believe. Um, I skated at a rink that's about 40 minutes from Evan's home rink. Yeah. And we had, we had even less officials, so they were kind of desperate to get officials. And same thing, I was like, I right, make a quick buck.
2: Skate
3: yeah. Some, skate some hockey, and um, I actually skated in the same men's league that I played. And <laughs> the players just kind of had to deal with it because it's it either that or they didn't have refs
0: right yep. right
3: so and when i started i didn't even have a like the smallest inkling of anything about moving up or yeah. i had no information on it regardless i thought i was going to be a beer league ref occasionally and that was been the, the end so yeah uh, the rest of it just kind of came a whole bunch of things that fell into place, some luck, some not luck, and, it, and I ended up falling in love with it, so. Nice.
0: I mean, I think that's something also, it's like the testament to, you know, like, there's guys in Virginia that, and, and through SHOA and all, that have really kind of, like, pushed guys through, I think that that's one program that um, the Southeast District in Virginia, had, you know, in particular, has gotten really really well is is the ability to like at least you know funnel folks to like hey man you you're pretty good you should go somewhere else and <laughs> yes. they have an avenue for it right it's kind of you know you have exceeded the capabilities of this area uh, so that's pretty cool um, yeah it's awesome Ross what you got
2: well it's just you know just like everybody else we all start roughing for an extra buck get a little extra ice time yeah. and then oh wait this is really fun oh wait i'm making some good friends i'm having a great time out here and and then you know it just progresses from there and turns into the career that or side job or career that we all love right like there's nothing better than uh like roughing with the people that you enjoy being on the ice with so right. and yes. it's a fun game obviously so um so getting into it like what do you guys currently skate obviously we mentioned like evan you do some echl what else do you do i know you obviously you work for Geno. so um, i uh i've
1: been in the echl for about five years like even that how i got into that's a weird story uh went to pittsburgh elite uh because somebody else i knew was going i was like i don't want them to go along yeah and then steve thompson saw me there and that's how i got in oh nice So I'm doing that in the SP with Derek and we do some NCAA, but I mean, I have a a family life, so I try not to travel that much, but every once in a while I get up to the Northeast and do some NCAA, but it's, it's mostly USPHL, that kind of stuff.
3: And and Derek. Yeah, I am. uh, I'm sitting in the SP right now. Like Evan said. Um, Yeah, I travel quite a bit more than Evan. Um, I actually do this close to full time among a few other things that I dabble in. Um, so I skate, um, and show a lot, which is in the Northern Virginia area just during the week to supplement some income. And in but I do NCAA junior stuff as well.
2: So a little bit of everything just like, uh, like most of the guys do nowadays. Right. Yeah. Backward um, heights. well, so, I mean, obviously, um how was the sp this year by the way because i i know obviously this was the second year gino running it um and the league has come a long way since nat and i worked in it um (laughs) which is good which is a good good thing yeah absolutely a good thing it was knuckle draggers and and whatever and now it's a little bit more skilled um what was that
3: experience like this year um Pretty good, actually. Um, Like you said, it was the second year Gino running it. And um, the first year there was definitely an acclimation period um, with the coaches, players um, adjusting to, I guess you could say like a new style or the new way of the officiating crews carry themselves versus what Mm. the ODP brought. Um, So that that took some time to get over, but everybody adjusted pretty quickly. Um, The hockey is better this past season than it was the season before, I think, because with COVID fallout and stuff like that, we had a lot of mixed talent, a lot of um, guys being called up to ECHO, which led uh, the Fed to be called up to the Mm -hmm. So We'd have some games that were interesting and then some games that were normal. But this year was pretty much mostly – straightforward and i think the talent level was uh pretty consistent so it was a lot better skate this year for sure that's awesome
2: well i guess we should probably get into uh you know kind of the main reason about our uh, our episode today is the camps um like for me when i was coming up we had a camp called camp florida which we've been talking for years to try to figure out how we can kind of Bring that kind of deal back. I went to a few other camps, one up in uh, Guelph, Ontario, that some of the NHL officials used to run. Um, and then obviously, Nat, like you hit all the USA hockey stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I went to the first Camp Florida. I went to the first like three Camp Florida's back in the old days uh, and then did all the USA hockey, you know, back when they called it regional, you know, national and all yeah those camps so which they've changed but um but i I think it's good right so i I think that's one of those things where you know kind of what we were talking about earlier where there's a lot more camps out there um and a lot more kind of you know you you now from florida don't have to travel to canada to go to a referee camp right yeah um and that's that's important so but what made you kind of guys decide so what is the goal right so you guys you're starting this is what you're what is this? Uh, what year are you guys in for your camp?
3: So, we technically started in 2017. Um, okay, back then when we got it going, it was I worked, um, and I still do pretty heavily for Gene Benda. And yep. back then, there wasn't a huge presence down, let's say, below Pennsylvania of okay. officials that worked for Gene. So, we started putting on not necessarily camps at that time, they were more like big meetings okay um i remember our first one was actually held at a golf course in a conference room gene came down it actually worked out really well but um so let's see
0: you
1: know you well, did, did you that, guys you get know. in
3: a round of golf you about to uh, say this, I this, this. To, get
1: him to a golf course i'll tell you yeah i think <laughs> yeah.
3: i think they did our our buddy mark dungan uh, uh works well, he at lives group. on a golf course <laughs> yeah he works yeah. he works at a pretty prestigious golf course and if yeah. you know anything about benda he loves he loves golfing. So they definitely got around in, but, um, so yeah, we, we kicked off with that meeting and then that was kind of a success. We, some people got pulled out of that and got some opportunities. So we were like, hey, let's, let's run it again. So the next year we actually made it an official camp. We, uh, we tied on with the Hampton Roads whalers down at chill ponds and Chesapeake. And, um, okay. We skated uh, a few games. We watched some people. We, we rented a conference room at a hotel and had like uh, some video sessions and stuff. And after that one, we realized like, Hey, we kind of got something here. This might be like something we could pursue. Um, So it kind of snowballed after that. And fortunately got on with RJ Ziegler at the Prince William ice center in Woodbridge. And he is, he's a, a Saint. He, um, helps us tremendously provides facility for us to skate at and and his rink also has a a very well set up meeting room with projectors and stuff already built into it so it's like an all-in-one place and now that's where we do our camps
2: very cool and so what starting out like what is the skill level um are are you guys you know, more geared towards everybody, more like the guys trying to break into like juniors or higher level stuff. Like what kind of skill level do you guys focus on with the officials
3: that attend? So um, initially it was officials breaking into juniors. That's how we got it started juniors. And then you'd have the opportunity to work into some NCAA hockey. Um, but now that's it's grown to a point and the, the popularity is, to a level in which we're getting contacted now by people we've never met or come across or anything just because they've heard about it or seen it on our social media and stuff. Um, so, uh, we've started, uh, creating groups. Um, uh, we have a group called the prospect group. Um, it's like okay. younger guys, younger guys that usually skate about AA hockey, double youth hockey. Okay. And they show like a lot of promise early and we'll put them in a group with the intentions of bringing them in, And they don't necessarily have a high probability of breaking in juniors that that season. Sure, sure. Some do, but we bring them in showing them what it could be. So and that's something we didn't have coming up. We didn't have a lot of guys showing us like these are the paths you could take. This is the levels you could reach. These are obtainable. A lot of people we come across don't even know it exists out there um so yeah we developed the prospect group and now we have a prospect group a veteran group and then a pro group so okay very cool and so so
2: good so we're sort of catering to a little bit of everybody um you're getting opportunities for these guys to get eyes on from um the uh the other you know the people in the stands right and who who comes
3: and attends this? Obviously, I think Gino comes, correct? Yeah. So we've had both uh, – we've had Senior for years. Um, he missed last year because of the NHL Combine, uh, but Junior attended his first one last year. So um, we've had both Bendas, and this year I believe both Bendas are attending. Um, okay. Very cool. My staff actually includes uh, nine officials in the higher ranks. Um, we have an American League official – um, a couple of ECHL officials, a couple of SP officials, and a Division One official. Um, so between those guys, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Mike Schubert. He uh, does some high caliber ACHA D1 scheduling. Um, he comes as well. And then each year we try to bring in somebody else, somebody different that hasn't been exposed. And um, each year we we're trying to grow the referee scouts. For lack of better terms, seven ten. So there's more exposure for the officials attending each year. Okay. Okay. So how long is your camp? Like, kind of, what's
0: a typical day? Right. So, you know, um, is it? Yeah. Like, what? How? How long do you hold it over? You know, what? And what kind of is a typical day? You don't have to go through like everything, but you know, what what is your kind of general model uh, that you follow?
3: So it's uh, three days. Okay. They start Friday. Historically, we've started around 2 p.m. on Friday okay. um, I think this year because of the growth and everything and the the expansion of the people coming to watch, guys. I think we might be starting in the morning on Friday this year. OK. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And we try to wrap it up uh, no later than 4 p.m. on Sunday. That way everybody traveling can get home. Uh, so um, so Friday is pretty, pretty long. Yeah. Um, especially if we start in the morning this year, they're going to, they go to like eight, eight, nine o'clock at night. And then they're on their own for whatever they choose to do for dinner that night or whatever. Um, Saturday up pretty early. Uh, I think we start around 8am. Okay. Um, so 8, eight the Saturday, usually we run till about 8pm and then there's usually like a team dinner. Okay. Um, that the camp usually, um, supplies, it, it allows some like com- camaraderie and some team building and stuff like that. And some, some networking. Um, yeah. but, but at, at camp on starting on Friday, they come in, they do like a conditioning skate, um, after like introductions and all that standard camp stuff. And then, mm-hmm. uh, it's like a conditioning skate, like a knock the rust off, like, um, ice session. And then we usually have a scrimmage. Uh, we do it alongside the Potomac Patriots. So their training camp's going on at the same time. Okay usually a scrimmage that night. Um, typically the scrimmages there, we don't have enough of them for everybody to skate. So typically what we do is we run the prospects through the scrimmages on the okay. ice and then the veterans supervise them. Okay. Camp. So
0: that's a cool model. So you're actually, I hate to interrupt, but so you're actually kind of getting, you know, some, Hey, you've been here like trying to teach people, you know, there, there's a camp that, you also have a model where you kind of focus on, hey, this is this is some stuff of how you actually supervise and teach and, you know, that's right.
3: Cool. Yeah, so we usually pair like a like a moderate vet with like a, like a very senior guy. So for example, okay. we'll have like a guy that's in his third, fourth year with us. He'll sit with uh, Benda Jr. Okay. So obviously, Benda's done a lot of supervising, so he can like point out some supervisor stuff to this person that's learning how to supervise. Right. As many times the person on the ice is learning from both of them. Right. So uh, it, it teaches everybody something.
0: Okay. That's good. Yeah. Cause man, a lot of folks, that's actually really cool. Cause a lot of folks get into like supervising where it's like, you know, and, and you can tell they've, they've never had any type of instruction of, hey, this is, this is what, uh, this is, this is, you know, how to do this or, or really have had no instruction on it. So they get into it and it's like, you can tell the supervisor, cause everyone had that supervisor that says, well, you kind of screwed that up. I don't okay. really know what to tell you, but you didn't do it right. You know, right. Yeah, um, right. and that's like the worst supervisor ever, you know, Is it's the, okay, cool. Yeah, we both know I screwed that up. I don't wanna know how to fix it. It's like, yeah, I don't know. You just have to do it. Like, okay, thanks. Uh, yeah. You know, well, moving <laughs> on. I've
3: been teaching for supervising until now, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's really cool. So, so that's on Friday. Yeah. Right. So, and then Saturday, you know, you get, what is it like a couple more ice sessions, classroom stuff? Yeah, yeah so,
3: so Saturdays usually drills um, okay. that are more specific to certain size of skating, whether it's lining or roughing, okay. or just like um, edge work and stuff like that. Um, we have two good on ice instructors for that. Um, and then Saturday, we have a lot of classroom. There's a lot of like video review um, situations we go over. We do a like a simulation where one of our one or two of our senior guys will pretend to be a coach. And they'll watch a video. They'll stand in a group, watch a video. There will be a penalty in the video somewhere. They got to find it. And then as a crew, they got to figure out how they're explaining their call. And sometimes we have the the simulated coach like get worked up or He'll ask some tricky questions and stuff. So it just kind of puts them through situations that they're going to come across. And then everybody gets to watch them go through this before it's their turn. So they also, they're learning to see what happens on top of learning to see what's in the video and why it's a penalty and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we typically have like each like guest supervisor, whether it's a Benja junior or Mike Schubert or whoever's up there at the time, they'll come and they'll explain what they do. They'll explain like what regions they cover, how you can skate for them, um, what they were what they require out of you. Um, and then we learn like game day protocols, like dress codes and like why they're important and like um being the games at certain times, stuff like that. And I think it's just a way to explain to tell people that the stuff that we've told you to do over and over again, like wear a shoot and shoot and mm-hmm. tie and stuff like that, why it's important. And you're not just like doing it because you were told to do it. Right. You think so? right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so oh, go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, obviously, right. Derek, your role is you run the whole thing, correct? Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Evan, who's just sitting here, just kind <laughs> of hanging out. Evan. Uh, just to shift gears, come on now. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, Derek's. I figured, okay, fair. Well, go ahead and finish your thought, Derek, and then we're gonna make Evan talk.
3: <laughs> uh, no, I mean, uh, yeah, that's just pretty much the gist of it. Um, there's Sunday, historically, we've had like a pro skate in the morning that's only pro guys. Um, I think this year. Um, there's actually going to be an entire pro segment. Um, we've been contacted to provide like a separate group for them because it's supposed to be bigger this year and they want to, it's mostly SP stuff. They want to actually have some video sessions and stuff and go over previous seasons and stuff like that. Um, Now, is
2: this for guys? Is that guy's currently working pro hockey or trying to get
3: to pro hockey? So both, um, the guys that are currently there, they'll come back to learn, some changes and stuff and go over past season stuff. Um, and then there's, they'll also, they're also there obviously to show that they remained in shape and like they're still putting in the effort to do it because we've all know those officials that they, they reach a certain level and then they get complacent. So we try to prevent that as well. And then the guys that we think that are on that cusp, maybe not quite there, but they're they're going to break there, That maybe that season or the next season, we, we let them sit in too as well and they participate so they can see like where they need to be.
2: Okay. okay that makes sense very cool Before sense. ross grills
1: me <laughs> uh, yeah. somehow derek left out like our fitness testing and stuff like that oh we yeah still, we do that during the day as well yeah yeah okay. really but, what um, i was just going to ask
2: I, evan like what's your what's your role in helping out derek with all this so uh, i mean my role is just you know i don't really run
1: anything necessarily but i'm <laughs> of, like uh, more like help mentor everyone, like help supervise, help teach amount of stuff. Like I'm good with people, so try to get people like how to talk to everybody, how to do things a certain way. Like, I mean, I didn't get to where I am because I'm the best or anything. I mean, I got a, I got a personality on me, so mm-hmm. I like to kind of th- like teach everybody. You know, just because you're doing the right thing doesn't mean you can't have a little fun, and just, right. that's the way I like to keep. It. Like, you know, I want to keep people doing it and like making a run five miles it's not going to do that <laughs> so, you yeah, are not
0: wrong yeah
1: <laughs> you, just, you know like i help where i can like i do the skating drills i did a fitness stuff last year which was a surprise to me too and <laughs>
2: well since you brought up the fitness like what uh what do we do for fitness testing
1: the first day we just do some you know like moderate little run throughs i can't remember what we did exactly just you know, warm up stuff and things like that. And I think the second day we actually tested everybody just to see like the what was it, the beep test.
3: Yeah, they did the the beep wind sprint test. Um, you basically run back and forth to the beep, and it gradually increases in pace until people die off. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. light, light planking, you know, stuff like that.
3: Yeah, some there's planking like long jump. I think we would mixed some lunges in there. Um I think we had a push up test. There's what is it, a 510 five? Is that that test? We had that. Um, that might be it. Don't get me a line to you. I don't have it in front of me, but I think
1: it's not rigorous testing or anything like that. But I mean, it's just to see if, like, show everybody where they're at.
2: Yeah, I was going to say it yeah. sounds like it's just enough to either expose somebody or show everyone, you know, where you're at or what you need to do to get better at certain things. Because exactly. obviously fitness plays a huge role in our jobs as officials now. It's not like it used to be.
0: No, no long I mean, gone are the days where you're putting your cigarette off, out in the <laughs> dregs of your coffee, finishing your last <laughs> donut as you're getting on the ice for the second period, right? You know. <laughs> um,
1: well, I mean, even, even last, uh, the camp last year, there were some guys that surprised us. You wouldn't think they would be the one like holding the plank the
0: longest, but there they were. Yeah. I think we, we had like a six-minute playing go you. <laughs> you got a <it>, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jeez. that's okay. That just sounds like pain. And he was one of the oldest guys. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. It's awesome. And he just kept going.
2: I was like, all right. Wow. Good for him. More that's power. great. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Um, that's cool. I mean, the other thing that like, you know, so some people get afraid of fitness testing and all. Um, and I think one thing that's important to like to kind of just tell everyone with that is that as you're saying like, oh, well, it's an inventory for how good you are. But really what that means is, at least to me, is so you can see like, hey, what are the guys doing that, that are that I aspire to get to that level? Right. So it's like, hey, if if the guy if I want to work ECHL hockey and someone can do you know, X amount of push-ups and can hold a plank for two and a half minutes and there was this kind of fitness like that's just it's just a gauge for you to be like hey that's where I want to get to as opposed to you know get it right are you 40 years old you're like man I want to learn more uh you know maybe kind of dip my toes into this but uh, th- then yeah you're like you're like okay yeah maybe that's not you, you know doing doing a six minute plank. Uh, well, you said it was the oldest guy there, so yeah. it doesn't really—it doesn't help what I'm saying. But uh, it, you know, that might not be—you know—just uh, because everyone is better, that doesn't mean that that necessarily is—is is what you want. But it, at least it shows you, right? It's kind of one of those like same thing for rule book knowledge, right? Like, yeah. man, everyone knows that rule books a lot better than I do. I need to. Yeah, I think that's that's the important thing. I think a lot of people get in their own head when they when you start talking about like oh fitness testing it's like oh I'm fat and out of shape and I don't belong here. Like no, I don't think you guys are saying that at all. It's more just like everything we're doing is to give you a tool to get better. So this is just something that you can use to compare yourself, you know, with other folks. Yeah, you definitely don't want to be last. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah.
1: I I won't lie to you. When I did my testing the first time. the first camp I was probably dead last in a couple of them myself but yeah I came in first in the shot run that's all that matters nice <laughs> there dude, you go. That,
0: that that can be fun is it like the 20 meter right so like with to the beep and all yeah yeah that's that that gets deceivingly difficult right The first minute minute and a half you're like oh this is easy and then you get you start doing it for about six minutes seven minutes and you're like dude this is getting this is getting tough and then yeah. you know you know yeah, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's cool that's really cool.
2: Uh, do you guys do any like rules, knowledge stuff? Like, obviously you're doing the classroom sessions, but are like, we throwing out questions, we throwing out like, like a general rule book, like quiz or anything like that.
3: Um, so we haven't done any quizzes. We thought about it. Um, I know we used to get pop quizzes, like ODP camp and stuff like that, but, um, and that, that might be a thing. We change it every year, so we try to make it so when guys come back, they're not doing the same stuff over and over again. Um, but for, as far as rule, rule knowledge, we try to touch on, like, the weird rules, the, the rules that are um, misinterpreted or interpreted very differently across the board, um, like goaltender interference. What um, rule you guys? Come notice? on
2: yeah tender yeah. interference nobody knows what that is Yeah, yeah. But we, we whether, still talk about whether it. you're at the top or at the bottom <laughs> they, <they're>, nobody knows because <laughs> yeah. rod brindamore rod brindamore thought it was goalie interference on that game winning goal last night and Yeah, that there was, was uh, no goalie <laughs> interference to be
3: found yeah, yeah. so yeah that so, one too many bad men bad. is a weird one um,
2: yep
3: what so,
0: rule books do you guys focus on is it you know, or do you just kind of like just pick like it, just the, the kind of common theme, like you said, like too many men,
3: you know, the common theme among all of the rule books, you know. So when we when we do like the videos and stuff and we are reviewing like big hits or like whatever's in the video at the time, we tell everybody to come to camp with NCAA rule book knowledge um, because so many leagues use that book now. Right. Both the EHL and the USPHL now use the NCAA book obviously
2: Um, college club
3: hockey d3 d1 right right and then we obviously tell them that you should know the usa book as well um and if you're you're a pro guy you got to know your pro book um i think this year that's going to be bigger than ever like i said we're supposed to have that pro segment okay um so that's gonna be a big thing but mostly ncaa book we tell them to come in with knowledge of that very cool i mean i I think that's a good
0: you know I think you guys are spot on with that because that's a good book. I know that if you know that book, you know, you know, probably three quarters of the non-youth leagues, at least the basis for three quarters of the non-youth leagues out there. Right. So, uh,
2: yeah. Well, yeah, especially with verbiage and the way everything's done and the standards and all that. Um, So obviously then like the video clips we're showing, it's mostly NCAA stuff, I would assume.
3: Anything that uses that book. Yeah. So we, we have a ton of junior clips. Um, actually, the way we collect them is we um, I schedule a, a region, the Virginia and North Carolina region. And mm-hmm. so I review a lot of the games um, score sheets and stuff like that. And so if I see something on the score sheet, I was like, oh, that that could be a good video. I'll go look it up. Um, also, some of the supervisors, the higher level that guys will send me. Videos like I had this today. Like this would probably be a good clip at camp. And Evan here, another role that he didn't really talk about that he has is he's like a big behind the scenes guy for us. Mm-hmm. So he, he does all of our clippings of of our videos, and he uh, puts them in YouTube links so we can access them pretty easily. Um, nice. He's also like the the guy we bounce most of our ideas off of. So he's pretty he's pretty straightforward. <laughs> whether it's a good idea or a bad idea or and he's pretty helpful with tweaking it if it's like an almost good idea. So,
1: okay, definitely won't lie to you to your face if it's. Yeah. I'll
3: uh, I'll keep that in mind for
2: some of the stuff I have coming up going forward, Evan. <laughs> oh yeah, not not afraid.
0: <laughs> nice, cool. All right, so uh, so what what dates is the camp going? It's a Friday through Sunday. What dates are what what are the dates for this year? It's
3: August 18th through 20th, 18th through
0: the 20th. Okay. So it's a, it's a, it's a later season or a later summer camp. Um, cool. And like you do you got, you guys have a, a deal with a hotel uh, locally in the area, I assume and all that kind of stuff to get, you know, get um, rates. And the hotels that. have been
3: kind of stubborn, but okay. each year, we've been pretty lucky with um, working with one or two of them and okay. they work with us, but we haven't got a solid deal, but we, We uh, typically get you a good, a good price for the weekend. Okay. We can can coordinate. And then is there any,
2: oh, sorry. And then is there any cost for the camp itself?
3: Uh, Camp is actually free. Um, You just got to get your stuff there. The only thing that you usually pay for is like your, your off ice gear, whether it's a dry fit shirt and shorts or whatever we're giving out that year. It's usually not very much. Um, I don't think we've ever exceeded 40 bucks. So, Okay. Man, so you're telling me that there's a weekend camp near
0: DC when the DC weather is nice? Uh, that is essentially free. Like what? What? What's the down? Ross, what's the downside here? Um, you know, uh, what's the? All right, so what's the? What's the? Florida. What is the? Yeah, wants it's to, not yeah, Florida. It's not Florida. No, yeah.
2: uh, honestly, like for what you guys do and um obviously you know you're partnered with gino and the the junior team there was it richmond or is it hampton roads sure. um, potomac. 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 potomac yeah, potomac. yeah. I, of, of the three up there i missed that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah 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 so obviously like, you guys are partnered with them uh you know we're getting officials pr- specifically or mostly are going to be guys that are going to be breaking in the usphl like if that's what you want to do, like there's no drawback. All you have to do is get yourself there and pay for right. your hotel room yeah. for a couple of nights. Yeah. Like It, come on. it is an
3: invite or application camp. Um okay. yeah, it makes sense. We've yeah. only had to, re- I think in the, the three years in which it's been in Woodbridge, I think we've only had to reject three people. And okay. since their rejection, they have qualified to come at a later date. Okay. Um,
2: um so then qualifications you're looking for or Uh, How does um, someone that listens to this uh, contact or whatever to be able to come and attend the camp?
3: So to get into camp, have an officiating resume. Um, It doesn't have to be spectacular, but it does have to show that you have some some experience. We like to have U16, U18, AA, at least. Um, We've led a couple in that have skated in front of somebody and came on a high recommendation that. Didn't okay. quite reach that level yet, um, but for the most part, if you're application-only, um, try to try to have some references. Um, we we typically call about everyone. Um, I've actually had some phone calls with specific officials who were on the cusp, and they advocated for themselves, and they they convinced me they got in. They did great. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to reach out, um, you can send an email to se refacademy at gmail.com.
2: Okay. And I'll, I'll put that in the description of the podcast, Absolutely, the yeah.
0: post. And Ross, we need, um, a, uh, we need to do a, we need to do a segment on just what a referee resume looks like yes go. we yeah. can we, can certainly, uh, we yeah. can certainly
2: do that actually not you know that's something we can do as like a youtube video or something sidebar yeah. to this yeah um let's see what else are they going to say um and obviously too like we're not just limited to like southeast district officials or um you know whatever the district is north of you guys or just the boston guys this is kind of anyone that can apply correct
3: Correct. We actually had 11 states represented last year. So um, nice. as far as Alaska, we had a guy from Alaska. Oh, wow! Yeah,
2: that's awesome.
3: Yeah. And that's just listening.
2: a testament to what you guys are doing. The fact that you got somebody willing to come from Alaska to yeah. come to your camp.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, in the look loca- and you can't beat the location. Like if anyone's out there listening like, oh, is this is this camp for me? Like, guys, it's, it's at the end of August, you know, uh, southwest of D.C., it's a good camp do it with a family vacation and... yeah and we try
3: to we try to do almost everything differently than all the other camps i went to a lot of camps coming up like all of us did yeah mm-hmm. a lot of them do a lot of the same stuff um so we try to avoid most of that i mean some stuff you're going to repeat but yeah. each year we try to throw in a drill that nobody's ever seen before or tweak a drill that's make it a lot different and same thing with team building exercises and games that we play um they're beneficial fitness wise, but they're also a lot of fun and they're also different than the previous year. So cool.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Um, okay. So you guys have been doing this for like five years now. Do you guys have any like memorable, funny, like camp stories that are okay <laughs> to share? Nice amount
0: mind occur after hours. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah. I'll take the fifth. fair enough mark if mark duggan's involved at all you know that there's this thing will grow to have a at least a thursday golf tournament like the pre-show golf yeah yeah i think
3: i think they uh they try to come up on thursday actually for that for that reason see there you go (laughs)
0: right like i would like all right everyone we're getting here we're playing golf and then we'll go to the camp yeah that's exactly that's
2: awesome
3: yeah as far as stories go I don't think I have any funny ones that wouldn't call any individuals out. And- That's fair. Well, okay. the
2: names can be the names and locations can be changed <laughs> yeah, to protect. Some yeah, people, see, people have a funny one oh, <laughs> You know, you know. Honestly, some things are better left unsaid. You know what happens at what happens at referee camp stays at referee camp. Because <laughs> well, I, I know I have one for you if you want a
1: good one. Sure. So, uh, what was it, last year when one guy, I couldn't make it, who was supposed to be our fitness instructor? Or was that two years ago? Two years ago.
3: Two years ago. Oh, so yeah, it's actually a good story, yeah.
1: Derek Derek calls me up. He's like, hey, can you do the, the fitness portion? I was like, is this guy really asking me to do fitness? <laughs> <laughs> Derek, Derek knows how much I work out. It's non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll figure it out as we go. So, you know, I'm scrambling, trying to come up with something. I come up with something that lasts about 10 minutes when we're just like outside, you know, doing warm-ups. None of the testing or anything like that. That's yeah. already written out. So I'm like, oh no, what now? So I just got everybody to come up one by one. I like, show me your show me your favorite thing to do working out. <laughs> and they got them to lead it all and I made it through the whole 45 minutes. It's
3: like, yeah, worked out great. Wow.
0: Uh, <laughs> like, we have to like wait, wait, so different you, you just totally outsourced all of your fitness to the campers.
2: <laughs>
1: Sometimes you got to think outside the box. Yeah. It's, yeah. Nice. I did get injured. I did get injured the next week. So, yeah. That's definitely one thing out.
3: about camps. It's hard. Yeah. We plan out these drills and the schedule and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You get like a, like last year we had an hour and a half ice slot. It's a long ice line. <laughs> that's long, yeah. And I, and I had these drills drilled up for it, and they took like forty minutes. So we were like, so "We're, on the, we're yeah. on the fly, He's on Race boards coming up, with, coming up with drills to come up with to." Uh, just play rough things. ball. Yeah, yeah. Is, and uh, then is Grooms coming <laughs> back Derek? Yeah, Grooms this... is coming back.
1: So I mean, if you need a good, if nothing else, if you want to get a good power skating lesson in, like Grooms, is, Keith <laughs> Grooms is great for that. Oh, I mean, yeah. He'll be
2: there.
3: He was clutch. He kind of fell into our laps on accident last year. So That's awesome. That is I awesome. love it. Awesome.
2: Yeah. I've, I've heard nothing but good things about the guy. I've had a couple of That's conversations conversation. him there. Um, Obviously a lot of work goes into this stuff too. You know, we're just talking about Derek, like how much planning and preparation do, do you put into this? Is this like the day camp ends like, all right, I got to get the ball rolling for next year
3: um yeah actually right after camp we send out a survey um and the survey has like questionnaire of, like what you found most valuable least valuable what do you want to see expanded upon stuff like that what did you like we we take those answers and we apply them to camp um and that that's usually right after camp and that requires like hours of going through everybody's survey and like mm-hmm. categorizing everything and then like putting tallies next to things that were successful and unsuccessful and stuff like that. So that's immediate. Um, And then we have a social media portion of it. So we have to go through thousands of pictures and videos and stuff. And then we got to turn them into social media, like reels and ads and stuff like that. Which
2: Um, you do a great job of, by the way.
3: I always see
2: you guys posting stuff. Hey, congratulations, so-and-so. He went to our camp last year or two years ago. And this weekend he's doing his first whatever game. Awesome, and yeah, you, and you guys do a great job with that. And I know
3: it probably it, it makes those guys feel important, yeah. Because that's that's another thing we kind of lacked coming up is we always got told like what we weren't doing well or good enough or what we need yep. to improve on, right? But you very rarely got told what you were doing good, right, or getting recognized for achieving things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we yeah, made sure we hit is. that. I think yeah. That's and that's,
2: awesome. that's huge. Like I, whenever I see those posts, I just, I love that stuff. Cause you know, giving recognition to guys when. Yeah. No know, one else does that all.
0: the like, Hey, congrats for getting selected to the playoffs, getting to select to the finals, the all-star games, you know, like, you know, I've got your, your, um, got your Facebook page, uh, pulled up right here. And it's just, it's just full of like, Hey, here's, here's where our, uh, here's where your graduates are going. Right. I mean, it's the college thing. It's like, Hey, if you're going to a camp, um, you know, if you're going to college, like, well, how do you know it's a good college, we'll see where the graduates are going right so um, if you guys want to know if anyone wants to know I've got their, their Facebook page that is up right now. The easiest way to find it it's uh, um, it's Ser Academy 2017. So if you use Facebook.com forward slash Ser Academy 2017 takes you right to it. Uh, tons of pictures the folks uh and i'm sure there's someone who will if you got questions about it there's someone who's going to respond to the uh to your that's Facebook kind of
1: message. one thing derek and i have been talking about lately is pretty much the lack of like social media between a lot of hockey stuff outside of you know the nhl yeah. pro teams mm-hmm. like uh we've been looking watching this basketball refing thing and it's they just have a ton of knowledge and a ton of information. They do little videos. It just seems to be the way everybody's going anyway. Just a, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a better way to communicate, you know. better way to send people out there and, you know, see things little bits at a time. It's just we're moving in that direction. And, you know, hockey's always kind of the last one to catch up with everything. Yeah. But yeah. we'll get there.
0: That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Well, it sounds like a, It sounds like you guys have a really good, you know, you're in your, this will be your sixth year of 2017. So, this will be your sixth year. You just keep growing. How many, how many folks are you expecting, you know, this year? What? What's your cap? What's your limit? What do you guys, uh, we're, you know? we're capping at 60 this year. Okay. 60? Holy,
2: that's awesome. Man,
0: that's a big, yeah. That's, you're yeah, going to need add another was, day yeah i was ex- i was expecting you know oh yeah we're gonna do 20 25 30 no 60. that's nice. why we're moving it
3: to friday
2: morning start yeah yeah, yeah I can, well shoot might as well guys. have that's everybody awesome. in on thursday night yeah yeah, yeah you gotta do Let's that and welcome
0: to come yeah okay so,
2: on i, I might uh i might have to make the trip this year last year i couldn't make it but i think this year uh i think this year we might have to figure out how to pull that off so, yeah, going
0: up. yeah. My wife is from Arlington, so any uh any reason for us to go back to to that part of the world is always <laughs> not, not that not, not that we're inviting ourselves. Stage. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, you know
2: <laughs>
3: We're just gonna <laughs> invite not, ourselves now. I'm not
0: gonna I mean just show up I'll show up to play golf. <laughs> and you guys are more
3: than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta talk about it after. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Oh, yeah.
0: obviously. Oh, absolutely.
3: Well,
2: just do a well,
1: live show from there. Oh, we oh.
2: actually that'd be really funny that would be cool have you
1: done a show where you're both in the same place at one time
2: no we, we haven't it yet. Oh, oh, we have now it. We're, we now we're do. cooking we yeah. could do a live we could we could do one of those like live podcasts that chicklets does during one of the sessions and we can put it on yeah. Facebook for everyone to see
3: <laughs> hey, since it's a rough since it's a ref camp we can make it a meet and greet too oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah we, we, we can team yeah. stripes
0: yeah yeah
2: absolutely big idea guys right here i yeah. love it i love it um well shit i think uh i think where are we at let's see it is man it, we've been going an hour yeah that doesn't um, stand. <laughs> no well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is all it's just all raw fun uh entertainment for everybody yeah. so i guess with with that said we can uh we'll wrap this up uh evan derek any uh last like thoughts or just anything final message you want to put out for anybody listening who's looking for a summer camp
3: um if you're interested reach out ask any questions you want you can you can reach us on facebook or through the email we provided um don't be scared to ask any questions no questions a stupid question um don't be scared to apply either. You never know. We might have that extra like spot if you if you don't think you're quite up to the caliber. Um, you never know. We we might bring you out because we're we're just trying to expand and show people the options. And the more people we have to do that with, the better. So.
1: Oh yeah. I think uh, I think Derek's said it pretty well. I mean, if it wasn't for him, this this thing really wouldn't be happening. Like he does a lot in his spare time, and thanks, Derek. It's great. Awesome. It's helped a lot of people looking forward to helping more this year because like we all need cool. it everybody's kind of doing higher level hockey than they really feel like they should be nowadays so i mean why not make everybody
2: comfortable about it like, we'll yep, get you absolutely. there absolutely yep that's the truth too yeah so well ross i've I'm already getting... said my piece on it like I, okay you know, i think it's a good yeah i think it's a good I, deal Great i do too here. i i uh i met you know i've i got to hang out with these guys up in boston i, I met Derek in passing it was kind of funny we uh <laughs> handed off the rental car to each other hey yeah. buddy how you doing see you later yeah <laughs> nice and then uh spent the weekend hanging out with uh with evan and oh my god name escapes me i'm on Bemis. the spot here oh, my, bro- my brother Oh yeah yeah that was that was it was fun got to got to get chauffeured around in the back of a truck all weekend it was it was quite nice for me so but with that said Uh um we appreciate you guys coming on and uh talking about your camp um definitely a strong endorsement out of myself and i think i can speak for nat with the same yeah and um with that we hope uh Nat and I will be uh, returning here soon with, uh, with some more podcast episodes now that life's kind of slowing down for us. So thank you everybody for listening and we will catch you on the next one. Thanks for having See us. Guys later.
1: Thanks,
0: guys. This episode brought to you by Team Stripes Academy. Learn from some of the top officials in the world. Start today at TeamStripesAcademy.com.
1: You're listening to the Team Stripes podcast, the podcast for hockey referees. Each show, we discuss the world of officiating and find out that not everything is in black and white.